Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, rats and roaches, who all is listening? I'm Kevin Mumphrey, and you're listening to a new kind of podcast. But you're not here to listen to me. You're here to listen to the one and only... Tootie Barron behind Tell with Tootie Podcast. So Tootie, why are we doing a podcast? Well, you know what inspired me? I started an Instagram account and got a lot of views and the DMs and how curious people were about the stories and how people relate to it. Kind of prompted me to start a podcast. So what are we going to be talking about? Well, I'm Colombian. I'm an immigrant. And uh, crossing the cultures, it was kind of funny to me and still an adjustment. So we're going to be talking about me living in the U.S., dating in the U.S., which is completely different, and how dangerous and funny this can, life can be. It's going to be fun. Yeah, yes, it will indeed. So <laughs> make sure you like, listen, subscribe, and comment. <laughs> living in the U.S wild in this case it's gonna be podcasting with 2d oh wild hello everybody this is 3d with with 2d with my amazing co-host this is kevin mumphrey hi kevin how are you hello 2d how are you i'm doing great 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 how is stacy how is how is everything going over there the bay is wet over here right now uh tennessee is uh it is Tennessee. We're we're cold one day, we're hot the next, we rain the next week. Like God gets some dice and he rolls dice. Yeah. And whatever it comes out, he goes, that's the weather for Tennessee. It just takes you just go with the flow in Tennessee, huh? That's all we're doing at this point. Just going with the flow. So we're a few episodes in right now. So I, I, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. I um, you know, just Starting this journey, I'm liking it. I'm learning a lot, a lot of learning, and I'm just here to just keep improving. Let's have fun. I wanted to have fun. That's it. Let's do it. So that's something something about you I find very admirable that I've never really heard from most women I've known. So you you um, were married. Yes. You're no longer married, but you yes. have an excellent relationship with your ex. Yeah, with my ex-husband, we have an amazing relationship. Now, yeah. see, yeah, I don't usually hear people say they have an amazing relationship with their ex. Yes. Now, it's not obviously one of the important factors of that is because you have, you all have, a, you both have a child. We do. But I think the closest to probably a, to your relationship that you have, like my baby sister has with the father of her child, they're friend, they're friendly, but that's kind of it. And that's kind of at best. We are not friendly. We are friends. <laughs> yeah. See that in. So, like, how do you all kind of establish a friendship after a relationship? Okay. You know, first of all, you need to be an adult, and you need to separate ego for uh, from every aspect of everything. You know, when you are into in a relationship, and things uh, unfortunately end, you know, a lot of people get stuck in ego, right? And it's talking the things that, that could have happened, that didn't happen, the things that you could have done better, the things that you can't change no more. But if you focus that energy on something that, you know, okay, that's done. Unfortunately, it didn't work. But how, what can we say from here? When, and when you be, when you are living and spending so much time with somebody for so long, like my ex and I were together for 15 years. So when you spend so much time with somebody, this person, it, be, 
is 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 part of you. It's, it's your family. So yes, there is an a, a physical a physical relationship, and the intimacy is there. But when that is gone, you know, you also you also see that you have a friendship. You know, a, a person that used to know every knows everything about you. Uh, knows you in every single stage emotionally of your life so when you walk out of there you know what is there to save the friendship and when you have a daughter when you have a, a, a kid with this person and you definitely need to put all egos aside and focus and and giving the best the best you know to this this person that you're raising and you don't want to raise somebody with drama and animosity and ego and listen it's over Relationship is over. Didn't work out. Let's be friends. Let's focus on our kid. Let's let's just keep enjoying uh, the things that we used to enjoy before. Um, we have different um, lives now. You know, he has his personal life. I have my personal life. But we are a family. We have a daughter, and we're great friends. So we still travel together. We still hang out. We still do. Um, I don't know, with dinner, we still watch movies, we, you know, we, we do things together. And I, I feel that now when the, the whole sexual part is out of the picture, is we get along much better. Honestly, there's, there's, there's much less drama. So like, like, maybe like, right after the divorce, did y'all kind of like take some time away from each other? Right after, right after, no, right after the separation, you know, when you realize that it's over, it's when it's, it's done. It, it was, it was really hurtful for both parts. And uh, yeah, he, he and I struggled with that. And it was a difficult decision. Nobody goes into a marriage thinking that they're going to get divorced. Like nobody. And if you, if you are, if you're thinking that you are going to, if you go into a marriage thinking that you're going to get divorced, girl, don't do it. You don't want that guy. Oh boy, don't do it. You don't want that girl. Uh, so that realizing that things were over and the decision needed to be made, that was the, that was the, the hardest part. But after that, then, you know, it, it takes a lot of talking and a lot of, um, acknowledging a lot of responsibility being taken in both parts. Then when that healing process is done, then you realize, okay, you know, that's it. We are in a different, the way, the way we took it was like, we are now in a different stage of our relationship. It, our relationship is different now. It's not, it's, it, it, it's no longer physical. It's, it's, it went into a completely different level more like you know i want to say spiritual but in a, in a sense it's, it's like that it's, it's it's pretty cool you just like you want your best friend you have you you have a friend you have somebody like who knows you and who cares for you and you have made so many memories and you created a human whole human being with it's, it's different our divorce was pretty pretty chill we actually we literally sat down in our living room we went. We both went together, and we uh, looked for the divorce papers, and we sat. We sat down. We wrote everything that we wanted for us, and how we wanted to carry our life from that point forward. And we wrote it down with our own, you know, handwriting. We went to the court, and it was done. Just so, like no that. lawyers involved. No, it was not lawyers. It was just him and I. We did everything together. 
So, uh, would you say no, no like, drama? I haven't. I don't think I've ever heard a divorce like that. Yeah, neither of us spent one dime in lawyers. So did um, like since there was no like cheating or no, there was no cheating, emotional was abuse just... or nothing like that made it kind of easier for you all to. Things were I wouldn't call it emotional abuse, but uh, there were there were things you know. When you are in the heat of the moment, sometimes you say things that you can take back. And uh, an accumulation of that, it takes a toll, I would say so. But there was no um, infidelity for either part. It was just, we literally just grew apart. Do you think that made it kind of easier for you all to kind of create a friendship? I haven't thought about it like that. I haven't thought about it like that, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, yeah, because there was, there was no, there was no betrayal, you know what I mean? There was no betrayal, so that probably made it easy. And the fact that nobody, I mean, anybody was like looking after, like, to get something from the other, or I want to get back to you, I want to get as much money out of you, I'm going to get, like, I, I'm going to get super petty, it was just none of that, and that creates a lot of drama, and it's, it's just really difficult to heal from situations like that. So with um, like after, like after y'all divorced, like did y'all take some time like not speaking to each other? No, we have always talked to each other. So like, um, like so at what point did y'all like kind of establish like what kind of friendship you were going to have? Uh, we were always being really cool, cool friends. But you're talking about boundaries? Yeah, because I taking vacations together, like that's actually that we actually wrote that in the in our divorce. Wrote the job Yeah, we, we will take at least one vacation together with our daughter. Okay. So like what, what other kind of boundaries did you all set? Um what else, what else, what else do we set there? Everything was like more like physical assets and stuff that we have to like divide. But when it comes to like how we carry with each other, yeah, that would be like uh, our daughter would, is, was going to be like our main priority. And uh, to save that, we just wanted to continue having as much normal, whatever was whatever normal, you know, normal. We used, you shouldn't use normal because normal whatever is normal for me is abnormal for somebody else. But we just wanted to carry her life as as much as possible the way she was carrying it before this is where my english and my articulation says you know nah, it happens man. i get what you're saying so but like we're creating that normal because like would you say your ex-husband is one of your best friends i would a hundred percent yeah people don't usually say that here <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is like it's so funny because um People ask me, like, oh, my God, it's so awkward and you're dating. And then, yeah, and he knows, like, he knows when somebody's like, he would tell me, like, that guy is full of F. So, like, when you're dating, F. like, you you talk about who you date with your ex. Sometimes. It depends. No, no, it's like it's the day. But if it's, if I, I am in a relationship, you know, it kind of comes kind of comes across sometimes. Because he will see patterns and he would be like, well, you know. 
I don't think you should be doing this. Like a guy that cares for you, don't act this way, uh, you know, but you do whatever you want, but I'm just telling you, you know. And he, he, he talks to you like, like, like one of your male friends. Yeah. And so like, so like that, was that ever like awkward for you? Mm, no. <laughs> now, does he talk to you about women he dates? He doesn't like to, well, he dates, but he doesn't, he doesn't want a relationship. That he, that's what he said, that he doesn't want a relationship because he is just not, doesn't want to. He likes being single, but he dates. So he goes into his dates and um, he was I actually dating somebody, but she moved. So now the first time he dated someone after you all was divorced, was that like awkward? Like, did you feel any kind of way about that? No, because it, it was like a while after and everybody had the right to be happy, you know. So uh, we made a decision. We stood by it and. Now we have to be adults and just respect each other's boundaries. He has a right to date. And, you know, if he wants to get married again, I don't think he wants to. That's what he says, but whatever. So, like, what, what would you say, like, a, a good amount of time between a divorce and dating again? It's up to everybody. It's up to everybody. Um, it, it depends on where you are emotionally. It depends on... A lot of people, you know, any relationship, oh my God, this is it. This is a number. A lot of people end a relationship before ending a relationship and don't share that to their partners. And that can, can be really messy and hurtful because, you know, you have to be honest to where you are in every single part of, in every journey of your relationship. And some people uh, end the relationship before ending the relationship and and go out and, and move on, you know? And then the other person is like hanging in there, like uh, trying to pull all this puzzle together. And it's like, but everything was fine. But I, I go back on the on, on our text, on our text th thread and I, everything was fine. And, and then we were acting and whatever, but anyway. So it depends on where you are. It depends on where you are. Just be honest to your significant other or where you stand or where you are emotionally and don't hear anybody's feeling. That's not cool. So, like, how would you say, like, a proper way to break up with someone? Be honest. Just as honest. Listen, honesty is going to hurt once. It's going to hurt hard, but it's going to hurt once. But betrayal and, and you trying to save your feelings or you're trying to, uh, I don't want to create conflict. I don't want to hurt. You hurting my feelings even worse by you telling me that you love me, by you engaging with me like, like you love me, but you continue texting to me like you love me when you don't. You know, when you're done. For X, Y, and Z, you are not in the same place. But, you know, but then you are continue putting yourself out there like you are and that is that is hurtful for the other person because the other person gets to see you broken breaking up with her or with him and you moving on like nothing happened well well this other person is completely devastated thinking that you know that she was living something a reality that it was not so just be honest be honest wherever you are 
emotionally, just be honest. If he, unfortunately things are not going well, just say it. No, this is not going well. And if you want to work on it, work on it. Don't say that you want to work on it and expect the other person to work on it by themselves because that's another thing. You know, oh yes, I need to work on this, but I'm not working on this. You, the other person is actually actually working on it, but you just sitting over there behind. Okay, let me throw a wrench in it. So can they be honest, honest through text breaking up with you? To text. Yeah. I mean, they're being honest. They're just doing it in another medium. Uh, I, I guess so. But that, that shows like a lack of personality. That's odd. They're still I've, I've never I've never been broken up over text. But I guess I heard of it. Oh, it happens. <laughs> It definitely happens. So, okay. Wasn't that an episode of, that was an episode of Sex in the City, right? When uh, Carrie Bradshaw got broken up by text. It was, it was her? Yes. I think that was an episode. I, I didn't watch that show. I'll just take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Yes, I think the, same, the, the, same, the same honesty. Honesty prevails every, every, every time. So, all same sessions. honesty, but yes. it's through email. No. <laughs> come on have some pens and have some ovaries and just do it just face it just listen you've been i mean i'm assuming that you're in a relationship with this person i'm assuming that you know this person give him the respect of looking in the eyes and tell her i'm sorry i i thought this was gonna work out uh i i i'm i fell out of love and i this is horrible and this sounds cruel but i want you to stay in reality and i'm sorry i don't want you to think that i am engaging in another relationship i don't want you to think that this i just fell out of love for some reason things got stagnant and our expectations changed our our life changed we grew apart i'm sorry we're done like i wish you nothing but the best but that's it just be honest it's gonna hurt it's gonna hurt once so that same and most honesty. likely and most likely you will gonna keep i mean most likely you're gonna keep that friendship because you know i mean how can you argue that you, you fell out of love you fell out of love you can force people to love you that's it doesn't regardless it doesn't matter how you're gonna how are you gonna argue that it's, it's done i'm sorry i fell out of love i loved you i, I don't love you anymore i i'm sorry for x y and z it's it's and you know? even if you're not friend you still look at that person with respect respect Absolutely, a hundred percent. But if you are, but if you are um, carrying your life or pretending to be something, like you know, you can act or I, you can act in one way, and then all of a sudden you say like, let's break up. Like what? Like like, like what happened? You know what I mean? But in, in your mind, you know what happened. But I never, I never got the memo. You know what I mean? I have zero respect for you. Because you, you not only you don't value me as a person, you never care for my feelings. You, you, you broke my heart. Like, not only broke my heart, you, I feel that you're disregarding me like I'm a piece of garbage. Like, you don't do that to somebody that you care for. When you care for to somebody, you're honest to this person. You are honest to them. You tell them exactly how, how you feel, where you at where you are in your state of mind. Uh, sometimes people are not ready for relationships and they're just not. Sometimes people just like to be single and play around and be a player and, 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 and whatever, that's their lifestyle, that's to be respected. You know, just be honest, just be honest and, and, and 
give the other human the respect that this human has given to you. And that is honesty. And again, if you are, most likely you will keep, you know, you will keep that relationship. Most likely you guys will be friends. So would you say like the worst breakup story you've heard? I think, I think I was, I think I was 14 years old. I think I was 14 years old. And I had like this super crush on my, my, my classmate neighbor. My, she was my classmate and her neighbor was like, oh my God, it was a mini Paul Walker. <laughs> a mini Walker. So I have like, the biggest crush. So we will always like go study on her house or in her house or whatever. And then it happens that the boy ends up having a crush on me too. So I'm like, oh my God, the stars align. So one day um, I'm hanging out with her. We're playing in her backyard. The boy arrived. We're hanging out and he, uh, my friend leaves. We start talking and he kissed me. Oh my God. It was just like, ah. And then from then he, uh, uh, it was a kiss. So after he kissed me, he just looked at me. He's like, and now you're my girlfriend. Like we are girlfriend. I'm like 14 years old. And, like, and I'm like, oh my God, I have a boyfriend. Like in my head. It's like, okay, at least whatever. So uh, I'm coming out of church uh, one day. And I saw him with a cigarette on his hand. He was like sneaking, smoking. So he had like a cigarette. He was like in, in, like in, a park, in the parking lot of the church. And so I sneak in with his friend a cigarette and I look at him like at the distance and I didn't say anything. And then I told my friends that they like, I, I am never going back to your house. I would never go and study in your house because, you know, I don't have a boyfriend anymore. So like, what happened? Like, I don't know. I don't even want to talk to him ever again, ever again. I guess I ghosted him after that. That was my worst. And you know what? He found me on social media like now like years he found me on social media probably like in the past so he follows you, know, you five, on, he follows you on Instagram no no like no 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 that was like Facebook he found me on social media like on Facebook probably like six years ago seven years ago it was so awkward so did he like bring it up in conversation like, like hit you in the inbox like oh so what happened I I never accept the invitation oh no <laughs> So, I think I'm clean. Oh, that one cigarette made a lifetime of impact. You know what? I need to. I need to. I need full closure on that. Maybe one day. I, I think that book is closed. That sounds pretty close to me. So, cigarette oh, is like three red was, flags and one for you. That was that. That was then. That was then. It was just a big thing for me. I don't know. It was. So, that was us. As I guess wrapped, I have, I go with him. As we wrap this up, I want to um, kind of get back to your, your friendship with your ex. So how do your friends kind of see, like when they see you and your ex just being friendly and just talking to each other as friends? In the very beginning, when you see the concept, the thing is that when you see it, when you see it, uh, the concept, when you talk about it, you feel it awkward. But when you see it in person, you see, oh my God, they are actually like friends. Like they are actually friends. So it's a little it, it's a little cultural shocking because I don't think this culture is accustomed to that. But I feel that when they get to know us, they realize that yeah, it's it's, it's actually cool. So um, don't be afraid of you know 
being honest. Honesty will save you a lot of relationship, even though uh, things might not work um, in the emotional level when it comes to like physical level or whatever, you know, it won't work. But if you're honest, you are able to keep that. So um, I would say that it's a little shock in the beginning when they hear about it, when they see us, it's not. It's, they, they realize that it's, it's cool. Just be cool. So you ever had somebody like they've probably they didn't know you two, but they saw you two together and they yeah. like, just found out you are all ex- that you are. You say ex- it all the time. Or, or gossip, people that don't know the, the interactions that like gossip, we're like, oh my gosh, you were right with their friends. So but you know, I have a really close group of friends and everybody knows. So when they when they see us, they're like, Oh yeah, that's what like the other day we were like at them. I just got a puppy, so we were like at the at the vet, and my puppy is a puppy, yeah, but he's he's a beast, he's a, he's a big dog, <laughs> so I needed help, so I took him to the vet, and he came with me, and um, inside because of COVID, and he had to wait outside, so I come outside, and he's talking to a lady, and the lady kind of got shocked, and it's like, oh my god, I'm like like hi, and I'm like hi, how's it going? And I just come inside. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm talking to to uh like yeah, he's he's uh and, oh yeah, that's my ex. Oh yeah, cool, he's great, right? Just like that. So in the beginning, if you're just like, yeah. We're so we're if you were going to like advise someone on how to kind of build a friendship with their ex, how would you do it? Uh don't be deceptive, be honest. Um yeah, that's it. Be mindful, be honest, don't be deceptive. I and think that's a great, ed- yeah, I think that's a, a great ex-etiquette. You know, you have to be honest. Honesty, honesty prevails. I would say that. I think that's a great way to wrap this up. So, Tutti sign us off. It was an amazing time. Um, I think that I'm ready to share more of my wild stories and hey everybody out there be honest honesty will bring you a long way and you might end up you know saving a lot of relationships not only friendship family and so and so so hey guys i love you all come tune in next time bye